morning good morning good morning good morning everybody so um really quickly um let me give an announcement to the winter circle people so um i see 70 of you guys in here right now so what judd needs right now right now is you guys um, resumes your updated resumes and your capstone right so the capstone event you got to have that done by today today at three o'clock right so we can get that stuff turned in so just the winter circle people make sure you do that so the zero to hero program people hey uh i got 11 of you guys in here right now if you're watching this uh during the live session or if you're watching it doing a replay just make sure that you got access to uh, the discord the discord is going to be the only place the only place where the live session link is going to be located right um so let's get straight into it let's not waste any time at all today we're going to talk about uh, social engineering right so social engineering is a fancy word for people trying to uh, hack into your system people trying to get information from you that you don't want them to have, right? So social engineering is what we're gonna talk about. But as always, we gotta have some housekeeping notes, right? So all of these live sessions are uploaded within 72 hours. Usually they're uploaded the same day, right? So we upload this stuff and you guys can, since we've been doing the live sessions, you can go all the way back to uh, the first one. We got almost 50 to 60 hours of content on there for you guys to go through. Next up, make sure that you got access to everything. So make sure that you got access to these lives, make sure that you got access to the Facebook group, um, Discord, and the uh, student resources drive. If you got a question, um, hold off until the end, if possible, please. And also remember that these sessions are supplementary to um, the stuff that's in the program, right? So if you're in a winter circle, rock out with that. That's the greatest uh, place for you to achieve success. If you're in the zero to hero program, rock out there. That's the best place for you to achieve um, success. So these live sessions are to take away any excuse that you could possibly have. Oh, I need live training. Well, here it is. So shut up and win, right? So just make sure that you go through this stuff and you'll be good. All right. So as always, today is Monday. Uh, make sure that um, you are grateful that you woke up. Make sure that you're grateful. You know, if you passed a cert, if you if you got a job, if you got a raise, uh, if you paid off a car, if you lost weight, if you made your bed, just anything that would make you proud of yourself. You know, focus on um, that stuff to uh, go through the week and you know feel good about yourself, so on and so forth. Right. So just make sure that you're feeling good. Make sure that you are. I'm um, doing what you need to do just to make sure that, um, like I said, that you're starting off the week in uh, the right way, right? So, um, anybody want to share a win that they got? Anybody want to share a win? I'm gonna stop picking on you guys, stop picking out people. Uh, does anybody want to uh, share a win that they have? Uh, LaCora, uh, hand is raised. Uh, you can um, unmute your microphone and tell us what's going on. So I'm excited because I passed my uh, my first CompTIA exam. What? Um, yeah, it wasn't like I thought it was gonna be, but I'm mad at myself because I didn't get through most of the um, live videos. I watched them after. Mm -hmm. 
some of the questions that I had on the exam you had discussed in the live sessions. So um, if anyone's going to take the first CompTIA exam, I suggest you watch the first couple of live videos along with the modules, and that will help. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So when you say that it wasn't like you thought it was going to be, dive into that a little bit more. What you mean? I guess I was thinking it was going to be more like the A-plus because now I'm in the A-plus module. Mm -hmm. So I guess I thought it was going to be more like that with um, the diagrams and questions, like how you're breaking it down, um, talking about the, uh, the M2 and the motherboard and all that. I guess I was thinking it was going to be more like that. Okay, got you. But I'm glad, I'm glad it wasn't. I mean, it was some... Um, the uh, abbreviations on there, so I'm glad you you were like telling us to study those because some of the questions, like it would ask you a question, and then all of your answer choices were just uh, acronyms. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that is a good thing to know. So I hearing people say that, so I was like, yeah, if you don't know those acronyms, you kind of screwed over. So was it easier, harder, or what do you think than you than you thought it was going to be? It was easier than I thought. Perfect. Good, 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 good. So um, before you click submit, you already know you passed or no? Say that again. Before you click submit on the actual exam, you already knew you passed or no? Oh, yes, sir. Yes. Oh, perfect. Perfecto. So I'm proud of you. Uh, move on to the next one. So anybody else? Anybody else got any uh, good news? Anybody do anything awesome at all? Can we have somebody else? Also passed the ITF plus. What? All right. So, how was that experience? It felt good. It gave me more confidence in what I'm doing and why I'm here. Yes, sir. Good, 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 good. All right. So, I'm proud of you guys. Um, and the reason that an ITF plus is in there, um, honestly, for for sure, is to get some of that fundamental stuff out the way. Uh, but it's a confidence booster, right? So I just want to make sure that you guys are confident. Uh, the main objective uh, has to be A plus though, right? So A plus is going to be the first certification that's actually going to get you employment opportunities, right? So um, what I've found is when students pass ITF plus, they pass A plus at, you know, a much, 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 much higher uh, rate. So um, just make sure you get focused um, on that. And um, just as a vote of confidence, um, I just had two students uh, land jobs uh, just with the A+. Uh, they're still in the program. They're still rocking out. Um, and they got, uh, both of them got jobs. One of them is in D.C. The other one is in Colorado or somewhere. I can't remember. But, um, you know, they got jobs with A+, with the opportunity and the possibility of moving up. So just make sure that y'all guys uh, knock out um, A+. Plus. And hopefully uh, uh, the goal is um, that once you guys get um, done with the Zero to IT Hero program, you can join uh, these winter circle people just so we can actually, um, you know, get you one of those six figure jobs possibly. But right now we're going to focus on getting these damn pieces of paper. OK, so um, glad you guys passed. Let's make sure that we keep on doing uh, what we need to do. Um, and another thing, I got another student. I keep on. Um, our uh, schedules just won't line up. He used to be an infantry. He used to be a soldier blowing stuff up, shooting at people and stuff like that. And now he's an IT director. I was supposed to interview him uh, Friday, I think, but 
my whole house got sick and a bunch of other stuff happened so i couldn't do it but eventually hopefully because what i what i want to do or what i'm going to do is um have people come on here uh at least once a month uh, probably starting in september or october just to talk to you guys just so you can kind of hear from somebody other than me all right so let's talk about this stuff so social engineering right social engineering is um very 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 prevalent uh, anybody can do it uh, some people are a little bit uh, better at it than others so it's pretty much persuading people to give up information that can be used um, against them at a later time right so um there's a couple different versions or a couple different methods a couple of different ways to extract information from people right so a few of the big ones that's going to come up on uh, the exam, the first couple of times you'll see it may be on ITF plus, but for sure you'll see it on a plus then again on that plus, And then for sure on, um, security plus, right? So, um, the first one we're going to talk about is fishing. So fishing long story short kind of throws out a net and hopefully catches anybody, right? Catches anybody. So this can be done through a email. This could be done in person. Uh, so for example, and an email could be, Hey, your bank account got locked out. We need you to send your username and password to this email address to ensure that your funds are available when you need them. Now, if you're a dummy, uh, you'll send that information to that person and boom, you just got caught in a phishing attack, right? So, um, unfortunately gang, uh, a lot of you guys information is out on the internet, right? Um, hopefully, uh, you know, it's just surface level stuff, but some people's information is um, either on the regular web or the dark web for sale. And, um, an email list is something that can be valuable, uh, in the wrong hands, right? So I got an email list of 10,000 people. I send it to those 10,000 people. All I need is five or six people to say yes for me to get, you know, 10, 20, 30, a million dollars, depending on the email list is right so phishing long story short is sending out a mass email a mass message to a lot of people hoping that somebody says something in regards to you being able to steal our identity uh, giving up some passwords giving up some type of information that you can use credit card information that type of stuff um, for a malicious person to use um, against that person right now phishing is like a net right so a net real simple Whatever fish I catch, great. Now, spear fishing is the same thing, but I want to go after you. I want to go after this organization. I want to go after a specific target, right? So that's what spear fishing is. So when you look at the difference, fishing is everybody, spear fishing is somebody, right? So spear fishing is going to be a targeted attack on a specific organization or group, right? Now, one of the things I didn't put on here is something called whaling. Just like a you know a whale, like Shamu. I don't even know if Shamu is still a thing, but um, like a whale, right? Like a killer whale, uh, like Free Willy. Uh, I don't know if these damn references are too old for you guys or what, but anyway, you know a big ass fish, a, a whale. So whaling um, basically means that you want to go after a big target, right? So instead of going after uh, the front desk people, you want to go after the CEO, right? So whaling is usually spear fishing on steroids, right? So instead of going for this specific person, I want to go for the biggest person at that organization, right? But let's just stay focused on this. So that should be pretty simple for you guys to understand. 
fishing is a net and then spear fishing is literally a spear, right? So I just want to catch this person. I just want to catch this uh, organization slipping up. Now impersonation is uh, pretty simple. It just means that you impersonate uh, another person. You may have their login credentials. You may have their ID badge. You may have their username and password. You may have their picture. Um, a lot of times impersonation uh, works best when you call somebody over the phone. Uh, we can say, hey, this is Tom from um, IT. Um, we just had an alert. I need you to uh, give me your username and password just to make sure that everything is okay. Who is this? Where are you from? Oh, yeah, this is Tom down from IT. You know, I already talked with your boss. You know, we need to hurry up and do this before everything gets shut down, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, if you're a dummy, uh, you'll go ahead and give that information to a person, right? So impersonation literally means that you're impersonating uh, somebody else, right? And you hope that you run into somebody that not going to do their due diligence, not going to ask you questions, not going to uh, do what they're supposed to do on their end to verify who you are, right? So once you guys get into um, the position that you all deserve, when you become the boss of all bosses, you will already know that you need to verify who somebody is before anything happens, right? You got to verify who somebody is before you make any type of actions. Okay, the whole network's going to blow up if you don't hurry up. Okay, fine. Where are you from? Who are you? And you got to, you know, double check and triple check because if you don't give, if you do give them authority, right, it's going to be on you. They're going to fire you. And then you might even get in trouble because um, if the hacker is savvy, if the hacker is smart, what I would do, I would say, yeah, and that guy was in on it, too. He was a, <laughs> he was a lane reader. He was the one, you know, that, uh, that set up the play. So uh, just make sure that you put everything in place just to make sure that um, you verify who everybody is. And then, you know, an easy way to verify stuff is just knowing your uh, chain of command, knowing your leadership ladder, so on and so forth. Okay. Who's in finance? Who works in there? Who's in HR? So on and so forth. So somebody come and say, yeah, I'm Jerry from accounting. Like we don't have a Jerry in accounting. Right. All right. So another um, easy thing, and this can happen uh, a lot, especially now with um, how big phones are is uh, shoulder surfing. So basically you're on the subway, you're on the bus, you're on the plane, you're sitting waiting for, you know, your coffee at Starbucks and somebody's literally looking over your shoulder, looking at what you're doing. Right. And a lot of times what they're trying to do is see what accounts you have. Hopefully you log into your account. But most importantly, especially nowadays, they're trying to see what your um, phone password is or what your laptop password is. Right. Because they don't need really the passwords to the other stuff because most people stay logged into everything anyway. So if they get the actual password to the device, that's all they need. So if they, you know, looking over your shoulder, uh, you got the screen lock on, you want to unlock it, the password is one, two, three, four, five, or whatever it is, right? They'll have um, that. They'll have that in place. So uh, the easiest way to prevent a uh, shoulder surfing is one, you know, check your surroundings. And two, you know, they have privacy screens for uh, cell phones. They got privacy screens for uh, laptops. So the privacy screen is usually, uh, you know, you can find one at doctor's office. Usually, you know, because the doctor has the kind of put the screen directly towards you for you to see it. If you're looking off to the side, you can't really see it. So the privacy screen pretty much obscures somebody from being able to, to look at it um, unless they're straight, straight on it. Right. Um, the next thing, uh, tailgating. So tailgating a super short uh, version or definition would basically be um, 
let's say you're saying an apartment building, right? And this apartment building has a buzz code or um, an RFID badge that you got to swipe or just some way that you have to, you know, verify that you are who you are or that you got authorization to go into that building, right? So I swipe my key card, it opens up the door. Um, somebody's running in the parking lot, oh, oh, wait, wait, hold the door, hold the door, hold the door. And they come in behind me, right? So that's tailgating, right? That can happen in a server room, that can happen at a business, that can happen at an apartment building, right? Now, it may come off as, you know, being um, a jerk or whatever, or just being uh, mean, but a lot of you gotta say, hey, sorry, man. Especially, that, that's one of the things that's crazy to me, especially if you live somewhere, Nah, if that person, if you ain't never seen this person before, if you don't know who this person is and you say, oh yeah, you can come on, nah, you gotta, nah, I don't know what to tell you, you gotta call management, but you can't come in here, you live there, you may be putting yourself in danger, you may be putting somebody else in danger, and same thing with a job, right? Um, if they don't have uh, authority to come in there, they, they shouldn't be coming in there. And then, like I said, that may have implications down the line, uh, depending on uh, what's going on, especially with uh, a lot of stuff that may be going on in the world today. You want to make sure before you let anybody come into your residence, uh, your place of employment, your, wherever you go, or you want to make sure that they are who they say they are and they're not trying to do um, anything weird, right? So um, last thing, a dumpster diving. Believe it or not, this is still super effective. I've never dove in nobody's dumpster, but if you have, you know, it's only a few articles that people need uh, to uh, do something weird with your identity. You've got bills in there. You may have, I don't know, uh, banking information in there. You may have uh, old social security card in there. You may have old credit cards in there. There's enough information in there for somebody to replicate um, your identity, steal your identity, right? So you want to make sure that um, you're shredding all of your bills, uh, whether it's junk mail, whether it's uh, real bills, whether whatever it is, if you throw something in the trash, you need to shred it before you put it in there, right? If you don't have a shredder, just rip it up, you know, and find pieces, you don't have to buy a shredder specifically, but don't be putting whole pieces of mail into your uh, dumpster, right? It's not a good idea. Somebody will get you. Uh, so just like this thing says, no matter how secure an organization may be, it can be brought down quite easily with anyone who has loose lips. Okay, so social engineering, right? So um, this quick little video is gonna show how easy it is for a hacker just on the phone uh, calling somebody to um, pretty much hack into an organization. So let's watch this quick video and then we'll get straight back to it. What do you think of when I say the word hacker? Some creepy dude in a basement? Well, that's a misconception. What if I told you there's a class of hackers who don't just have social skills, they have more social intelligence than anyone you'll ever meet. David Kennedy is one of them. He's what's known as a social engineer or a people hacker. His craft is to dupe you into doing things and sharing information you probably shouldn't. Can I just get your, your, your credit card number? Some use it for illegal activity. In David's case, companies pay him to find out if employees are leaving the company vulnerable. He and his team show us how it's done. Step one, spoof his number so it looks like he's calling from inside the company and then call tech support. Hello, you there? Hello? Hi, it's Ken. How may I help you? I was wondering if uh, you could uh, take a look at a website I'm trying to get to. It's for a uh, big customer thing I'm working on for Monday, and uh, I can't seem to get to the website from my computer. Sure, uh, what's the website? I'll see if I can get to it. Thanks, man. I really appreciate the help. I mean, it could be a stupid thing. I'm, I'm, I'm really stuck with computers. but uh, So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's www.survey, that's uh, S-U-R-V-E-Y-pro.com. 
Here's what the IT guy doesn't realize. By clicking that link, he's just given David full access to his computer. Whoa, okay, that's weird. I just hit it and it works. It seems like it's working fine now. Awesome. I don't know what you did, man, but I really appreciate the help. Hey, no problem. That was easy. That was it? We're on his computer right now. You were able to take take over this, this guy's computer within, I would say, like, under two minutes. Under two minutes, yeah. Under two minutes, took over his entire computer. And, and think of it as not just his computer, but it's pretty much a downfall of the entire company. In this case, the company was paying David to hack them and see if... Boom. So, um, as you can see, just being nice, just being friendly, uh, dropping a joke or two. Uh, you can get into uh, somebody's laptop, get into an organization's network, right? So just like this uh, news article said or this uh, news video said, so a company paid him, right? So he would be known as a white hat, <laughs> hold on, white hat, <laughs> white hat hacker, right? So meaning that they pretty much gave him permission, like, hey man, can you hack our organization? Can you test our employees to see where our weaknesses are and what our strong suits are right so most likely that guy got written up so because he pretty much it was just too easy he didn't verify who the guy was none of that stuff he just okay well yeah i'll do it so on and so forth right so um there's pretty much layers to defense right you want to make sure that you have layers whether it's software whether it's hardware whether it's physical whether it's um, digital, but one of the main breakdowns when it comes to any type of security is uh, the human element, right? So with your employees, with your coworkers, with people that are using the systems and stuff, that is one of the biggest um, shortcomings or biggest failures because it doesn't matter how good your security system is if that employee is already inside the system, that person's already inside the network, they're already past all of those security measures anyway right so with a click or two he completely took over this guy's computer and can literally do whatever he wants to right and that guy was working in it right he was at he was in it he should know better than this right good news is you guys would never do anything like this but um it's really really easy to um, get in trouble to do the wrong thing so to prevent all this stuff it's just real simple verify who the person is, uh, if you can't verify or don't know what to do, it's always somebody gonna be above you, somebody else to talk to, so just make sure that you tap in with them, just say, hey man, I don't know what to do, I don't know if this guy is who he's saying he is, what can I do, what should I do, right? Instead of you know having to learn the hard way by messing something up and maybe getting fired or getting in trouble, so. All right, so, what's the best way to prevent social engineering? What's the best way to prevent social engineering uh, a better way to say this probably would be you know what's the best way to um, react to uh, social engineering or what's the best way to be proactive when it comes to uh, social engineering and you guys already know you have to train your users right you got to train your users so they know what to do uh, how to do it who to talk to what's the next step so on and so forth because if they don't know it's going to be all bad right it could be really 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 bad for organization um, and even if it's a, a, a honest mistake that can still lead to millions of people um, getting their identity stolen millions of data getting erased millions of dollars having to uh, be spent to recover stuff so you just go out and make sure that um, you always, 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 always train your users and train the people in IT department to know how to uh, respond to incidents as well. All right, so quick quiz. What social engineering attack is described below? 
It targets specific persons, steals sensitive info, hard to prevent and effective over phone and email. What social engineering attack would that be? You guys already know, 54321, that it would be spear phishing, right? So how do we know that? Specific targets. So regular phishing wants everybody, spear phishing wants somebody, right? All right, so true or false, dumpster diving is no longer a major concern due to data moving to a more digital form. Is that true or is that false? So we ain't gotta worry about shredding stuff, tearing stuff up, everybody moves to digital. That is false, right? Now, uh, not too long ago, um, the Department of uh, Veteran Affairs actually got in trouble for this because um, I can't remember where, what hospital it was, but they were literally <laughs> just throwing away people's medical records, right? Like they came, either the person died or the person, though, some of the people still alive or they didn't know what the hell to do with them or they moved to another hospital and they were just throwing, like it was like a bunch, tons and tons and tons of medical, uh, of medical records just in a damn dumpster, right? And a bunch of those people unfortunately got their identity stolen, uh, a bunch of bad stuff happened, a bunch of stuff, a bunch of people got in trouble. Um, and that's one thing that, you know, as far as HIPAA is concerned, as far as medical records are concerned, it's a process that you got to follow. You can't just throw people, you know, stuff in the trash because your uh, social security number is on there, your birth date, uh, your name, you know, if you got any diseases, all that type of stuff, you know, all that stuff is in your medical records. And, you know, only you and your doctor should know that stuff. So they just was throwing them in the dumpster. Craziness, man. So what are some of the ways social engineering can be performed? What are some of the ways social engineering can be performed? We kind of beat this to death. So you can do it through email. You can do it in person. You can do it through text. You can do it. Oh, another big one now is definitely through social media, right? Social media, uh, there's a bunch of social engineering, there's a bunch of people falling for scams. You know, I can turn $50 into $500. Uh, you know, give me $500, I'll give you $1,000 worth of Bitcoin. You know, there's, believe it or not, there's more uh, than you would think. There's way more people than you would think falling for uh, that stuff. So uh, social engineering can be performed in a bunch of different ways. And uh, one of the most effective ways is actually in person, right? because uh, most people have a trust in nature. Most people think that, you know, people won't lie to them, won't tell them something crazy. And if they don't have the right training, just a regular conversation can be um, pretty much just an interview for the hacker, right? So they can say, hey, where do you work at? Okay, what are your hours? Okay, what do you have access to? Oh, how does that work? How's your boss? You know, and they pretty much, you know, it seemed like it's just regular conversation, but you know, they're actually taking as much information as possible from you to either um, take your position or take over organization or implement an attack, so on and so forth, just to get as much information um, as possible from the source, right? Here's some homework for you guys, because this is gonna be something that is definitely gonna happen in your uh, career, in your lifetime. So, you know, just think about it, you know, explain in your own words how you would prevent social engineering. Like not just, oh, okay, I would train the users. On what? What would you train them on? What would you do? What would that look like? What would it prevent? And most importantly, how would you present that to uh, your boss or your supervisor, right? Because believe it or not, this seemed like it's cut and dry, seemed like it's pretty damn simple. Like, oh, everybody want to do this. But 
Um, when it comes to um, IT, when it comes to business in general, there's different budgets, right? And if it don't fit in the budget, if you don't have, you know, a good use case, if you don't have a, a good reason, they'll probably be like, I don't know about this social engineering thing. I don't think it's a big deal until, you know, things go left. So just that's the main thing. Just kind of come up with, OK, this is what my plan would be. Uh, this is what it would prevent and pretty much what you would actually say to your boss, to your supervisor to actually have them implement whatever you're talking about, whatever, whatever that user training would be, whatever you think um, will work best. That would pretty much be what you would do um, to tell them, hey, or convince them, hey, man, uh, this social engineering thing is uh, pretty important. Uh, it's pretty prevalent. Um, we're pretty susceptible to this stuff. This is what I think we should do to prevent it, right? So as always, I uh, gave you uh, a bunch of value in 30 minutes. That's all it took. So gang, uh, winter circle people, uh, please stay back. Uh, probably need about 15 minutes uh, just to go through each one of you guys stuff. Uh, zero to hero uh, people, anybody got anything, uh, any questions, comments, concerns, anything at all? Going once going twice. That's it. That's all. Y'all have an awesome day. And other than that, I'm gonna see you guys in class.